Welcome to another episode of That Other Toku Podcast, episode 29, and last episode of March. And hey, we made it through March, we're going into April, and I think April's going to be rather interesting in that regard. But, oh God. <laughs> but before we talk about that, before we talk about that, we are your host, Proto Sonic and Crownless Kango P. How are you doing, my friend? Well, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't have too much words to to describe it, but I'm okay, man. I'm just... Yesterday was a little bit... Well, a little bit not. I was too tired. Yeah. No, look, I understand. I know we talked about it. Like, I know you were doing some stuff. I was working on a paper. <laughs> I, basically, you were physically tired. I was mentally tired. I'm like, nope, I can't. We like, we both were like, nope, we can't do this. So yeah. that's why you got. That's why we're doing this on a Monday instead of a Sunday. But you know that happens. That's life. You know, life happens. Um. So honestly, like for the most part, I, like today has actually been a relatively chill day for me. Like. Once again, I'm on spring break, so I decided to be like, let's catch up on some Ultraman as well as um, actually throw the episode 28 up on Anchor, which I was really happy to do that with. So once again, now I can say almost every episode of that other Toku podcast is live on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, wherever you listen to your podcasts and at it's going to more likely be there. We still have to make sure that not only this episode goes up on there, but as well as the Battle for the Grid second anniversary episode goes up. So, and that's with Glitchy Cobra. And once again, she was awesome to come up on here on our special for Battle for the Grid. So once again, thank you, Hannah. Greatly appreciate it in that regard. You're and the best. Yes, you the best. That's why you officially, that's why you're officially a Morphin Master here on the Discord server. Um, Monday, maybe we'll open up the Discord server to everyone. I don't really know. I once again, I gotta learn how to actually run a server, but that's you know baby steps right there. Um, and you know we got a lot of stuff that we gotta talk about today because we have not only shows potentially coming up as well as you know movies that are coming out. But sadly to say, we do have shows leaving services as well. So that's definitely the kind of like the kick in the nuts, per se, in the Toku world right now, because there's a lot of shows. (laughs) There's a lot of shows leaving. And I feel like it's similar to like how how most of the Power Rangers, (laughs) um, VR Troopers and Beetleborgs left in the quickness however there was more than enough time for that one these these were known i would definitely say these were known before like like a little bit less than a week in advance so you don't got you really don't have that much time left um as well as you know we're going to talk about that dino xenon trailer as well and there's some other stuff happening with it too like with Power Rangers and within the grid community as well. Um, But before that, you know, we always like to talk about just making sure that if you are enjoying what you're listening to, definitely hit the subscribe button on your podcast and service, whether it is Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to it at. Um, As well as if you want to see more updated information from us, please definitely follow our Twitter at 
that toku okay and so there's gonna be a lot of stuff that we're doing especially in april and we're gonna talk about that towards the end of the show but i think we can start off and honestly this episode might be kind of short for the most part but honestly i think we should start off with the henshin sequence so it's time to henshin sequence <laughs> <laughs> So, I think the first thing that we do need to start off with, and if I remember correctly, and I should have, I should have had my messages open because I sent them to you like in a particular order, and I wrote them completely wrong in my book. But okay, let's start the off first. First one, okay, I will help you about about it. The first one is about the SSSS Dino Senon final trailer. Yeah. Yes. So, did you get a chance to watch that trailer? Yes. Okay, so I'll let you go first. Thoughts and opinions on it. And if you hear any, like, a bottle or anything like that, it's, you know, orange and cream sparkling water. So, shout out to Walmart for that. <laughs> well, it looks interesting, you ask me. You know, and... Uh... Maybe I'm wrong about it, but you you can't see many of these these TV shows uh, recently. Okay, I you you will say you can watch Gundam and I don't know any any other like that, but recently there are particular shows like this where they have a a shared universe, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. And once again, like when I think, and I like how you brought up Gundam because I know one of my friends, he's all in like i have a couple friends that are like all in the gundam and everything and like for me i really only remember like gundam wing gundam oh my goodness gundam g gundam uh like the little sd gundam as well that was like damn you tsunami you kind of messed me up on that one but i know there was other ones like iron-blooded orphans seed and seed destiny apparently every a lot of people hate seed and seed destiny but and if I remember correctly, I think they're coming out with another um, Gundam show as well soon. But it, as you said, it is interesting to see how they are doing this shared universe of, whatchamacallit, of the um, Subodaya or the Gridman universe, basically. So I want to, it'll be interesting to see how Gridman could possibly make an appearance into the show or how does Dinozenon relate to Gridman in that regard. I mean, I'll be if I remember correctly, Dinozenon was in the uh, Hyper Agent Gridman original show by Subodaya, if I remember correctly. Um, and I believe once, the, and even in Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, I know they, I think they changed the names to like Drago or something like that. So I like I gotta, I have to look back at it later on just to kind of get myself caught up in it but it was interesting to see this trailer and get more i want to say it, it wasn't a lot of information i was given out for but to see what's happening throughout the show it seems like we got some rivalry going on between a couple schools per yeah. se you um know, when you, when you have to defend the planet or universe just send some young people yes you know look <laughs> if it if it worked for Zordon with teenagers with attitude, you know they didn't have attitude like that until 2017. Um, 
you know, the motif really does work out. Send a kid to do a grown man's job or a grown person's job. <laughs> it works for some it works for some reason. Um But it was once again, it was very interesting to see that trailer. And I'm I'm still excited for the show. It is coming out on April second, so this coming I wanna say this coming Saturday is coming out. So I will hopefully be watching it. It's gonna be on Crunchyroll, but it's gonna be like a week after, so Wait, you know what it's gonna be it supposed to be in the Toonami too? Uh I know I think Gridman is, but I don't know I don't know if Dinozenon is gonna be. Well Gridman is going to be. Okay, Gripman is is gonna be there, but I'm talking about Dinozenon, so like I know Dinozenon on Crunchyroll, I don't know if they're doing the simulcast of it. So that that'll be a good now that's another question now I'm thinking about. Are they doing a simulcast of it? Because then you know, it'll probably put it on Funimation a lot earlier in that regard, which means it will probably come up on Hulu as well. Because I think they're doing that for My Hero Academia, because I know they started season five last week. Yeah. And I'll be, I can't really say anything. I still got to finish watching season four and two, three and two. So I got lazy with My Hero Academia. I'm reading the manga, the anime. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. Is I, I don't know why, but I mean, I'm definitely in, I'm still interested in my horror academia, and Dinosaur definitely is like once again one of the few animes I actually am still watching because once again I don't really have time to be watching anime or playing video games and stuff like that anymore, or for the time being, like it actually felt good just to wake up just ever so slightly earlier just to go downstairs and be like, let me play some Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> Tomorrow I might go back and play Memory of Heroes. So, if I haven't touched that game in like a month, oh, but def- <laughs> wow! I didn't touch the game in three weeks, so I almost like it. You're 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 right behind me then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least like at least we know like Shinji, he finished it. Like I remember he finished it on stream, so that was nice. And I think he went to go do difficult like difficulty mode and everything. Yeah. So, um, do do do. Then the next one, do you want to talk about it? Yes. So we now I'm gonna look up the name of it again. It's so, Inferno Girl Red. Yeah. So Inferno Girl Red. This is going to be a. I want to say a in. I really want to say an indie. Um. It's a, like a Kickstarter. It's a kick. It basically is an indie comic. It's an indie toku slash superhero comic. But it definitely has that Power Ranger feel to it, or really like Tokusatsu feel to it, just because of the design and who's actually a part of it and everything. So, um, I'm gonna click. I can't do. This. I want to actually read the information from it, but it's not up yet. So that's the thing. And this is the person. Like it's not like the Kickstarter is not up yet, but I'm gonna look at the details of it in that regard. So, um, boom, ba doom, ba doom. Uh, I found an article uh, written by Superhero Hype. Okay, and I was and I found something on Bleeding Cool. So then this is also next week. So next week is when this Kickstarter is gonna launch. So. Yeah. 
here we go. So, just looking at this article, I, like the one that I found was on bleedingcool.com, talking about Radiant Black slash Infernal Girl, Infernal Girl Red comic car crossover happening. So, next week, we'll launch the Infernal Girl Red Kickstarter campaign from Ultraman co-writer Matt Groom and Captain Marvel artist Erica DeUso. The project is edited by the other Ultraman co-writer Kyle Higgins, whose Radiant Black has given life to the shared universe of Image Comics this year. And there may also be some continuity between Radiant Black and Infernal Girl Red. And let me... Does it take me to the... Yeah, it takes me to the Kickstarter. Let me go back to it. So Radiant Black announced the comic and his back matter, and there are more to come. Kyle Higgins states, Matt and I have been collaborating for half a decade now. Power Rangers, self-made... Ultraman, which made it incredibly exciting that I'm able to play a small role in helping to bring Infernal Girl Red to life. In fact, it's not a coincidence that Cassia debuted in the back of Radiant Black number one. In fact, I'd be willing to go out on a limb and say the prospect of a team-up, well, that would be pretty Radiant, wouldn't it? So, it would be really interesting just to see how this looks. And looking at how the design of this looks, um... It looks it looks amazing. Some more information about it. Um. So, in my opinion, I'm re- the the covers they are showing, they look fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Like it looks amazing. Like once again, I know I I haven't read Radiant Black yet, and I'm so I'm so interested in it at least because like. Like if radiant, because radiant black, Kyle Higgins is working on that. Like Infernal Girl Red is gonna be pretty dope as well. Um, yeah. And looking at the synopsis just a little bit, I'm just gonna read the first two paragraphs of it. So like we're gonna keep it like that. We all need something to believe in, especially Cassia Costa or Costa. I'm sorry, Costa. An ancient cult and their army of demons have stolen Cassia's home, Apex City. When a magical dragon bracelet rockets into her life and affixes itself to her arm, Cassia is the only person equipped to stop the cult from in, from offering the entire city to their dark lord. There's just one quest. One catch. Not quest. Catch. The magical bracelet is powered by belief and Cassia, an intensely pragmatic rational girl, doesn't have much to spare. So have to find something to kindle her faith. Though, and fast, because she has a secret legacy to live up to. Because her mother's life is on the line. Because Apex and City needs Inferno Girl Red. So, that honestly sounds interesting. Like, how we're gonna be dealing with this cult. And once again, I love the design of Infernal Girl Red. Like, it just looks so... It looks cool. It definitely screams out Toku in that regard. Yeah. And honestly, like, I hope this is actually very successful. I don't, like, I never really haven't done a Kickstarter. I haven't really supported Kickstarters. Yeah. Um, Me before, either, but it, but I think this would be one I'll be like, eh, I can throw a couple bucks to it and see what it looks like in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I would definitely say this looks interesting beyond belief in that regard. Um, so. And once again, the Radiant Girl Red, I mean Inferno, not Radiant, Infernal Girl Red, that Kickstarter is actually starting next week, so um, definitely, definitely take a look at it when you get a chance. And if you can, support it if you are able to. Um, Up next is, well, Dino Fury. So, Dino Fury, 
that episode, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I've been, I've been saving them via DVR, but I, I know they were talking about this episode a lot in regards to it because of how it supports the Special Olympics. And, I mean, you know what the Special Olympics are, correct, yeah. um, Crown? Oh, of course, okay. man. Uh, just making sure. Because, um, once again, it's just great to have this representation within Power Rangers. Because we already know the Power Rangers are supposed to be representing not only, you know, both kids and adults, too, for the most part, but also different cultures. So when we see... Of course, you know, of course. You know, Spanish, Asian, um, African-American, all these different cultures be brought up into it. That's amazing to see. And in last week's episode, there was actually, we actually had a representative from the Special Olympics be a part of that episode. So that was really cool to bring, to have that inclusion into the episode. Because I know this episode was really, was partially based around Izzy as well with racing and stuff like that. So I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely excited to watch this episode when I get the chance. And definitely you know see like all the appreciation that like the ranger fandom itself like gave for this episode like a lot of people loved it even some rangers even some past rangers themselves talked about this episode yeah and i want to see i want to see if i can find something real quick but what did you what are your thoughts about it well i watch it i barely remember what i watched but i'm really sure about this you will love this episode man mm-hmm also, I just noticed a little detail about an error in the fighting scene. Mm -hmm. Because when they moved to the Megasaur, uh, in the Megasaur, it wasn't available uh, Tessa, you know, the Green Ranger. Oh, yeah. Somebody, <laughs> I know Uchi pointed that out, and actually one of the producers <laughs> on Dino Fury was like, yeah, we just noticed that mistake too. Like we watched, we 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 checked through it several times, and somehow one thing, like that one thing, got away from us. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm definitely gonna be interested in seeing that and be like, wait a minute, <laughs> there's supposed like where is Green? Even though Green was in the previous scene, but yeah. um, Cameron Jabo, you know, he played um Orion and Super Megaforce. He said, don't. They throwing away skirts and adding even more inclusion in the mix now. At the person he said, this is the show I've always wanted to be a part of. Bravo. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah. And so, and it was really nice because even the Power Rangers Twitter said something about this, that it was the, she was guest star. So guest star and Special Olympics New Zealand athlete Sarah Dalton joined us this week for a more phenomenal episode. So... That was really dope for them to do in regards to that. And once again, muchly appreciated, um, muchly appreciated, um, Hasbro and Power Rangers for doing something like that. You know, inclusion is so important within our world today. And it's just nice to see how it just shows that anybody could be a Ranger and anybody can be a part of the Ranger family, no matter what, whether, you know, color, creed, sex, gender, um, you know, intellect in that regard. Like, anybody can be a ranger. And that's the best way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. So, now let's get to some of the... Let's get to the... Let's get to the kick in the nuts right now, because... 
<laughs> it's time to say goodbye to a bunch of shows. So, sadly to say, we have not only six Ultraman shows leaving um, Crunchyroll, but also the first season of Amazon Riders. And so, we might as I'm gonna just list them off and let's t- let's have a quick convo about it. So, Amazon Riders season one will be leaving Amazon Prime on March 31st, as well as Ultraman Gaia, Ultraman Nexus, Ultraman Ginga, Ultraman X, Ultraman Orb, and Ultraman Geed will be leaving Crunchyroll on March 31st. So, with the time that we have left, which in this case is only two days in that regard, when I put this episode up tomorrow, it'll be one day. But, are you going to be trying to watch any of those shows? It will before be kind of impossible to me to watch all of them before they leave. Yes, then, no, look, I totally agree with you on that. So, are you going to watch it? Are you going to try to watch at least one of them? Yes, I will try to watch uh, Amazons. Okay. And that's actually probably a, the best one to pick because there's only 12 episodes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I have to watch the season one and season two, man. Yeah, well, luckily, well, yeah, you got to definitely, you got to, because once again, season one is leaving. And like season two is going to be kind of confusing if you don't watch season one. Yeah. So, well, so I mean, I'm happy, I'm happy I finished those. Well, I have to say this. These are the kind of reasons for some people, you know, using some illegal services to watch this series. Because yeah, we, definitely. Yeah, because we know every time a series is leaving a platform is because the contract is over. Yes. You have to cross your fingers if that... TV series is get back at the platform. Yes. So, and, and you're absolutely right on that because once again, contracts, they do end over time and it really does suck because it's like, okay, where will it go next? Will it go back to a service or will it be gone and lost forever? You know, le- legally. Because yeah. yes, you can find these shows, you know, fan subs or you know, the other other websites where you can find them at, you know, we don't say where you can find them at, but, or even torrents, you do, you do what you gotta do if you wanna watch the show in that regard. Um, so, like, I, I definitely understand that feeling on it, because, as I said, I'm happy I've actually watched both seasons of Amazon Riders, or Amazons. I've finally, I watched both seasons already, I was happy with it, um, Definitely season one definitely caught my appeal better than season two, if I'm being honest with you on that. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, with all these Ultraman shows, what really sucks is that three of them are on Shout Factory's are on Shout Factory's website. And they are also on, you know, Tokushatsu as well. However, these other three shows, Nexus, Ginga, and Gaia those are the ones that if you miss it they might not come back even though mill creek is going to be re-releasing all of the ultraman shows in a specific way in a specific order that they're going to do because once again like once again they went from 
you know, they did like some of the original ones, and then they went to like RB, Geed, Orb, X, and now Zero. They're balancing around a little bit in that regard. Um, So, that really does suck. Like you said some time ago, you can watch some of those series in Tokushatsu, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. So, you can watch Ultraman Geed, Ultraman X, Ultraman Orb. Those three, you can legally watch on another service. So, we're good on that one. Gaia, you can't watch it. Uh, once it leaves Crunchyroll, it might be gone forever, and that's the like that's the part that sucks the most. And I'm only speaking for Gaia because I just I'm still watching. I'm only on episode ten of fifty one. Oh god. So, that so sucks. I kind of made <laughs> yeah I kind of make the worst decision on which one to watch because that's a fifty one episode series and Nexus is like 25 it's like either 25 or 37 that's a lot easier to work with yeah and ginga i kind of didn't really even care anyway so whatever it's too late for that one <laughs> but the only like the reason i wanted to watch Gaia is because one i listen to the outro sometimes when i'm exercising or if i'm doing some work i'm like wait a minute this is a catchy song and then you know like on youtube they have like the music video air quoted and they show different scenes i'm like wait a minute I know that Ultraman. Which one is that? And I'm like, oh, it's Gaia. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, I want to go, and I'm going to, you know, watch it. Um, yeah, yeah, I so, know. I know about the feeling. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And so, and the thing is as well, like, Gaia is a part of the big three of Ultraman for that Heisei era. Um, because we think about it, the, the big three of Ultraman Heisei era was Tiga, Dinah, and Gaia. Now, I was watching something last night about, Wait, you know, why haven't first, we seen... The first half of Heisei or the second half? First half. Oh, okay. 1996. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, it's no problem. So, you know, beginning part of the Heisei era for, you know, for Ultraman was Tiga, Dinah, Gaia, in that order. They are considered the big three because they made that big change for you know, Subaraya in that regard, as well as for the Ultraman series, because of the power-changing abilities that the that the Ultraman can do now, in that regard. Um, and even now, like, technically speaking, this is the 25th anniversary of Tiga. Like, T- this is Tiga's 25th anniversary, hence why we've seen a lot a lot more Tiga uh, figures come out, even the um, the figure arts, um, the, the figure art suits um, Tiga from the Ultraman manga slash anime. Oh yeah. So uh-huh. I'm I, I like that. I might be like, yeah, I'm gonna buy that. But yeah, I'm waiting for it. hopefully Play Asia has it, but I feel like they're not. So gotta go look somewhere else for it. Um, yeah. But and that's and that's the thing right there. Like I was watching something on YouTube last night about it, and it was talking about like why haven't we seen a lot more Tiga stuff. Like, why have we not seen Tiga be re-released in that regard? Why is that? And and the, the, the YouTube channel that I was watching was called Vintage Henshin. And this, like, very informative on how, we, how he put it down in regards to it. And part of that might be because of the contract between Subaraya and the company that had the actor for that played Daigo. It was like called Johnny. I think the company, the agency is called Johnny and Associates. Uh-huh. And 
I'll make sure to put the link to this in the podcast description okay for this particular episode um but long story short that contract probably was like you cannot re-release Ultraman Tiga whether it is like through DVD or VHS without our approval because he's our actor he's our like I don't want to say like he's our property but I feel like after watching a video that's how I felt how these um like these little agencies to an extent kind of treat their like treat their actors or other people in that regard yeah because even when they do like the like when they do like the fan appearances and stuff like that they take the company takes 100% of the proceeds from it holy so yeah and it was talking about like when the the actor that played Shiba Takaru and Shikenger how he basically was like when he was because once again they make basically pennies basically because like these like it was one thing like it was I don't know when like that time was when they showed the amount but they made only about like 1,900 US dollars like I think a year, like that was their salary, which you can't live off of that. That's pennies, basically. Yeah. Um, and as he said, like the guy, the actor that played Shiba Takaru and Shikinger was like, I had to get, I got, I had to get full off of water because of how much they were paying me. Like, and he was a yeah, new yeah, yeah. actor at that point, so he was just drinking water all the time just so that he can, you know, save money. Yeah. That that I'm not gonna lie, that shit crazy. That shit kinda crazy. That sucks, man. Yeah. And so, you know, that's why we haven't and I think that's why we haven't seen Tiga be re released anywhere, like on the official YouTube channel or um you know, like through Mill Creek yet or even like on other streaming services like Amazon or Crunchyroll, that kind of stuff. And I think it's because of that contract that they have that the Johnny and Associates has with Subaraya in that regard. Um, because even they talked about how the theme song, like I know we talked about the theme song a lot, like in our Ultraman Tiga episode in that regard, the Halloween episode. And we, I know we talked about how the theme song was different, like in Mexico. And, you know, it was actually different in other places as well. It was different in China. It was different in South Korea. Yeah. And so, and part of that was because of the contract as well. Because the actor that played Daigo, that was his band singing that song. The, the band is called V6. You're kidding. So, no, I'm not kidding. And so that's why they changed, and that's why they either changed the song or had somebody else sing it in a different country. Nice. So that blew my mind. And that's why we also haven't seen a full release of Ultraman Dinah. Because on in the Japanese Hulu, which I know my VPN is not gonna really be nice towards it, but I'm gonna try to try it as well. And see if Ultraman, and see what Ultraman shows are on there possibly. But I know for a fact Dinah is not on there, because I believe there's 50 episodes of Dinah. 48 of them are with the actor that has Dinah in it. Mm-hmm. The last two episodes has the actor that plays Dinah, and the actor that plays Tiga, you know Daigo in there, and that 
right there was like, wait a minute, that's our person in these last two episodes. You can't post them. And so you, it would be kind of stupid to put up an entire series and leave out the last two episodes. That's kind of ass backwards, yeah, in my opinion. So that's why we haven't seen Dinah. And so the only one of the big three that we've ever had was Gaia. And Gaia might be potentially leaving Crunchyroll and possibly is going to be off the face of the map in the U.S. or wherever for good. So yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that one sucks. I'm like, I'm kind of losing. I'm, I'm like, I was trying to watch some episodes today, ate some pancakes, and I ate, I ate them. I was watching some episodes, and I fell asleep. And I'm like, okay, let me work on this podcast episode, then go back to watching Gaia. <laughs> and so far, I'm actually, I'm enjoying Gaia a lot. Yeah. Even though I'm ten episodes in, I gotta find a way to try to get through as many of them as I can. If I can get at least to episode 25 get halfway through the series i'll be fine and i'll find another way like I, I by any means necessary i'm going to try to finish that series yeah um and so once again amazon writers season one ultraman gaia ultraman nexus ultraman ginga ultraman x ultraman orb and ultraman Gide will be leaving Amazon and Crunchyroll on March 31st. So you don't have that much time left to watch it. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's Alrighty. continue with the next topic. Yes. And I'll let you take this one. I'm going to drink some water real quick. <laughs> the next one Crescent Chimera Extend Esports Contract. Yep. Congratulations, my friend. You know, you put in that work, you know, shut off the housework and everything. You know, you stuck with Mastodon Century for this long. You're constantly winning tournaments. You know, you the OG, you you taken you the people's champ. Let's just say it like that, you the people's champ. And you know, it's great that your contract has been extended. And you know, I'm gonna read the tweet as well in regards to it, just so we can get that one out the way. Yeah. Um Let's see. Where art thou? Where is you? <laughs> there you, we go. So you know you can see his happiness in that face. Oh yeah, definitely. He's very excited about it in that regard, and he said it. Ready for battle for the great year three. Thank you to the family over at Crescent Esports for extending me past my rookie contract. Let's get back to work. One more year. So, very proud of you, my friend. You know, and it's great. And I, you know, I think about we had you on here when you first got your contract with that episode. So it's just great to see that you're continuing forward with it as well. So once again, congratulations, Crescent Chimera, on that extension with your contract. Yeah. Also, I like how his trophy looks, but one of them caught my eye. Yes. So, my question, which one? Are we well, talking about Dragon Coin? No. Mastodon Coin? No. Housework Coin? <laughs> that one. <laughs> I like that. I mean... <laughs> I need I... to know where you get that one. 
I love that one. It's like, yeah, let's just let's just throw that. Let's get that housework. Let's get that housework <laughs> picture in there, and it worked out perfectly. Like, <laughs> you know, he got the URC one, the Frosty Faustin one as well. But you know, we also have that housework. You know, shoutouts to the housework. Yeah. And you just made me think about this as well for Battle for the Grid. I know for a fact we have a potent we have a beginners tournament coming up in in the future. And I'm gonna talk about it in a second. As soon as I can open it up because I don't think it will allow me to do it. Oh wait, maybe possibly yes. So shout outs to Red Nova in for this because he has created the SPD Training Academy Battle Power Rangers Battle for the Grid Beginners Tournament. And so just reading a little bit off of this, yeah. the SPD Training Academy Tournament is a beginners tournament series for new and intermediate players to test their skills and improve their gameplay. You know, check the we'll put the Smash Dot GG link in there in regards to it. $100 will be provided to the winners. And um, qualifications in order to participate, you have to meet four of these of these qualifications. So, number one, have never and or competed in any league sanctioned tournaments. That basically means you have to go either if you have done them, you have to have gone zero and two in a bracket. Must definitely. So I know I'm still a part of it because I went zero and zero and two in a couple tournaments, <laughs> and I like been like the three tournaments that I've done. <laughs> um, must not have made top eight in players bracket containing 20 players or more in any of your league sanctioned results. Your Smash GG profile will be reviewed. If you made top eight through DQs, that doesn't count as you legitimately making top eight, so you are still eligible. You must be ranking gold elite rank, so between 40 and 160, 116 medals. Bronze and silver can still enter if you want if you want to. You gotta be wired, so no Wi-Fi warriors. But and if you try to do that, you will be DQ'd. And matches are best of three out of five format since the bi-monthlies will be league sanctioned. And winners, and these will be North American and EU region locked. And winners of this tournament are not allowed to complete in future tournaments as as they will no longer be considered beginners. So basically speaking, if you win one of these tournaments, congratulations, you're not a beginner anymore. Get the hell out. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and we got some amazing commentators on here as well. We got Parker Ladd, um Um trying to think we got Mark Red Nova and Loaded TV 513. So I think this is going to be really interesting because the first tournament is in May. So May 29th. So I believe that is a Saturday. Yeah. And so I will definitely be putting in for it. And basically means I cannot put in for any more tournament. I cannot try to put in for any tournaments. If I do. I need the purpose. I need to lose. I'm going to try my best, but if I lose, I lose. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I think this is actually really interesting. You know, this definitely helps out beginner players if they want to get into the FGC and everything. And it makes me think about what we talked about during the weekend regarding like, you know, promoting more tournaments and stuff like that. So I think this is definitely a good way to start it off. And once again, if you are a beginner at Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, 
and you have never played in a league sanctioned tournament or have gone zero and two and definitely having a wired connection whether you're on switch pc the box or ps4 you can gladly join in the spd training academy power rangers battle for the grid beginners tournament yeah and we have one last thing to talk about for the henshin sequence and so with that i will let you take that one well the next one is wait i, I lose the note <laughs> common writer co and jay officially on youtube yes so we're we got the bit we once again we talk about the big three of ultraman like tiga dinah and and gaia yeah the big three of common writer movies they're officially live on YouTube now. So, Shin Kamen Rider, which we've didn't we've done an episode on that already. We'll definitely throw that link in there. You know, shout-outs to Mostly Speaking Sentai for being a part of that one. And as well, Kamen Rider Zio and Kamen Rider J. Now, I don't know anything about either one of these two. The only thing I know about Zio is that there was a Sega CD game called Masked Rider Zio. And which is literally just the movie with quick time events. Yeah. Also, if I remember correctly, uh, these three movies are branded like uh, Masked Rider, CEO, yeah. Sheen, and Jay. Yes, they um, are. And and I don't know why, man. I don't know why either, but it's definitely interesting because I think these three movies were in almost like i think they were in a similar universe with each other yeah and so like they're their own like these three movies are their own separate entity but you know they still they i know they find ways to bring them into the main common writer universe so that's really dope of them to do that in that regard so i'm definitely excited because we will be reviewing both zeo and jay and jay i'm about to say jade zeo and jay at some point in April, we'll talk once again. We'll talk about that one towards the end in that regard. But once again, you can watch them free legally now on the Toei Tokusatsu official world official channel. And if I remember correctly, like, I know ZO is about 48 minutes, like 48 49 minutes. I don't know how long J is. I think it's 48 too. Okay, so we got two short movies and the long. Um, Shin Kamen Rider movie, so <laughs> honestly, it's good to be a Kamen Rider fan because this is the 50th year anniversary, and I think they were doing that as one of the surprises for the 50th anniversary because I think this week, right now, is the time of the uh, 50th anniversary. So either was that it was either was it is this week or last week? Is one of the this other. week in the Saturday. Oh, okay. So, once again, they hit the ground running, and they really went strong on it. So, once again, if you are interested in watching Kamen Rider Z-O or J, officially live now on YouTube, and we will be doing an episode in April, and we'll talk about all of our stuff in April towards the end. And so, right now, it's time to power down, and that's the end of the Henshin sequence. But, we're not done yet, people. Because we got a couple of things in the news that we got to talk about that's kind of, 
you know, kind of like awesome and some rumors. So yeah, definitely interesting. So I think we are gonna start off with the common rider V Cinema. Yeah, there's a new poster for that movie. Yes, and so we will definitely be taking a look at that. And um, did you find any information on it in that regard? Uh, yes. Just let me find about it. Just I, I had that note, but I missed that note. Let it, wait for the moment. Yeah, no, it's no problem. Um, but after you watch the, you know, that piece of artwork of the new movie, what do you think? Um, I need to go take a look at it again, just real quick. Okay, I found it. Uh, it was an article written by Tokusatsu Network. Zero yes. One Orders, Kamen Rider, Vulcan, and Valkar movie announced. If you know the Zero One Orders are like spin-offs. This is like the second, third one, I think. No, it's the second um, one. It's the second yeah, one because I, yeah, the previous the one, one was Kamen Rider Metsubujuro. Metsu Fujunrai. I can't rem- I can't pronounce that. <laughs> you, know, you, you did pretty good on it. So yes, the Mesoburojirai.net. So there was that one. I remember that in particular. Yeah. Well, a new spin-off of the Camel Rider Zero One series titled Zero One Others Camel Rider Vulcan and Valkar has been announced. Ryutaro Okada and Hiroe Igata will return as Isamu Fuwa, Kamen Rider of Vulcan, and Yua Jaiba, Kamen Rider Valkyrie. Additionally, Fumiya Takahashi will reprise his role as Arto Hiden, who has ventured into the space to work alongside the astronaut Human Gears to manage satellites. Unique to this movie, Kamen Rider Valkyrie will receive a new power-up via new Setsu Mu Setsu Merai's key, sorry, I um, forgot how to pronounce that, which allows her to become the Kamen Rider Valkyrie Justice Serval. And let me tell you something, man. This new form looks amazing. Yes. And honestly, for me, this screams, like, once again, I love her with the dashing cheetah, as we saw, like, in the beginning of the show. She went away from it. I'm still watching it, so she still has the jackal, you know, the jackal form at this point, which I don't, I could care less about, albeit. <laughs> I just love when, once again, love when Fua yeeted her across the, <laughs> across the, across the area. But exactly, I'm looking at the screen um, shot of it, of the um, picture of the um, new form. I like it. I love the design of it because it looks a lot it looks like an evolved form of Dash and Cheetah and once again it screams Wolverine to me as well with those claws <laughs> yeah and so hopefully and I'm gonna say hopefully hopefully I hopefully when I finish watching Zero One I'm gonna try to finish it this week um that I hope to see her character kind of get redeemed so that when we get to this movie, be like, oh man, that was dope. I liked what I saw and everything. Versus like, I hate her and just like, oh, well, let's just give her a quick power of just to make 
people like her better. I don't know. I don't, I'm well. I'm, I'm still mad at her character at this <laughs> point, and I still hate Guy. Remember, Guy is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you need to keep going with that series. Yes, look, I already said I'm going to finish it. I remember last year I did say if I didn't finish it by the end of the year, I've got to watch X-Aid. So we're going to finish this, then start watching X-Aid, then go back into Saber. So that's how I'm thinking. That's my game plan now. <laughs> finish zero one, go to X-Aid, like try to breeze through that as fast as I can, then go to Saber and be like, hey, look, I'm all caught up. At least I'm not saying anything when it comes on the Super Sentai. I love Zenkai Zero right now, and I'm gonna stick with that. Let's like we're gonna leave that. I'm not making any bets on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the new movie will get a limited theatrical run in the fall before releasing on Blu-ray and DVD later this year on November 10th. The Blu-ray yeah. and DVD will be released in a standard version of 5,500 yen and 4,500 yen. That's like $55 and $45. Look, I can deal with that. Now, hopefully, you know, this is just like the expectation. Maybe they would put in English subtitles in that regards. I would I like for them to do that, like, you know... Yes, you can still sell it. Like, Play Asia could sell it as well in that regard. And if it had English subtitles, it's like maybe the secondary option. I know probably the first option will probably be like Chinese or Korean. It would be nice to have the English subtitles as either like a secondary or third. So then, honestly, I still got my PlayStation 3. Chuck it in there and just change the subtitles. Be like, oh, look, I can watch Kamen Rider and I paid for it for. I paid for it legally. <laughs> yeah. So I would I would love that. I will I'm just gonna say that I would love for that to happen. And as I said, I love Fuwa as a character. Albeit I'm with Han on this one. It's all about Jen. Jen's an all star. He can <laughs> rock that suit, he can look sharp and he still got that glock on him. Like <laughs> I'll yeah. say it like that. Also they're going to release a deluxe version. But this one is more expensive. Why? Because they will include two new keys. The new Dark Wolf Setsume Rice Key and Serval Tiger Setsume Rice Key. And Honestly. They look, in my opinion, they look pretty badass. They, they do. I'm not going to lie about that. They do. But I'm not spending that extra money just because of the extra because of the extra keys. I know if I go on Amazon right now, and just like Amazon of America, not Amazon of Japan, but I know Amazon of America, you can probably find some of those keys from zero one and buy them for like ten bucks. Albeit, I'm gonna think about it, but I'd rather go to Kotetsu Toys um his um page and start buying some of the stuff from there even though i know it's going to take a little while because it's coming from japan but yeah i'm willing to support fellow toku enthusiasts out there of course my friend yeah so definitely excited i'm so i'm gonna, i'm very excited to see how this v cinema is going to be and i still need to watch we got i we still got to find some time to talk about and hopefully watch that first v cinema did that one come out already yet or is it Or they're just like, or is it gonna come out soon? Uh, the first one with the Mitsubishi Jurai team, 
It's already yeah. out. Okay, so we'll find a way to somehow talk about it and review it one day. So that's going to be the one day kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, you can still get the the previous movie, you know? Well, the final movie for or, for Zero One when they released the Hell Rising Hopper. You can, Ooh, you can get yeah. that movie in DVD and Blu-ray. Okay, so I'm going to take a look at that. Hopefully, I'm going to look on PlayAsia first just to make sure. And also make sure that there are actually English subtitles. Because if not, not wasting money. <laughs> yeah. And... I mean, once again, I, I, I would hope, you know, this is just me talking, just thinking about it. Yeah. Just how they do with, like, Memory of Heroes. Just have the English subtitles in there. Because you know there's an American fan base. And they're willing to spend the cash. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. And so, let's put this up in a nice neat bow. And wrap it up with an Ultraman rumor that's slowly coming out. Because, well, it's been a while since we've had any new Ultraman in that regard. Because if I remember correctly, Ultraman Z ended in January, if I remember correctly. Kind of like that. Yeah, like January, February. Because now they've just been re-releasing the previous episodes. And they're on YouTube for good now. So not the two-week limit. Um, so that's really awesome. I think they're on episode eight right now. So, And I know I, last time I, st I stopped watching it was episode 12. So I was halfway there. Um, but we have a rumor about the new Ultraman and potentially what is the name of the new Ultraman? Well, the name of the new Ultraman is Ultraman Trigger. Yes. And so, a lot of people were trying to figure out, wait a minute, Trigger, Try, Tiga? And then, like, it, it started going into this, like, this downward spiral. But there was actually evident, like, there was proof in the pudding, basically, with it. Because I know there's, like, they did trade, like, um, Subaraya did trade, start trademarking stuff. And so I think some of the stuff that they trademark was, like, new guts, you know, this and guts. Like, like, actually naming it, like, guts, like, plane or guts, you know, jet or something like that. I forgot what, what it said specifically. Well... But, Apparently, they trademark God's Spark Lens, God's Hyper Key, and God's Falcon. Okay, and once again, when you think about guts, you aren't like for me, like, and I know me and you, we think about it right away. We talk about Mr. Larger Than Life, Ultraman Tiga, you know, take me higher and everything, because Daigo was a part of guts. And I think that's where we get that reference from in regards to Tiga. And they're trying to figure out, okay, what is this going to be about? Is it going to be related to Tiga somehow? Or is it going to be like some Neo-Frontier kind of thing where it's like more in space? Because I know at one point they really did focus on more of the space exploration of Ultraman. I think like with Ultraman Cosmos, um, Guy definitely had a little bit of that in there as well. Um, so... That's definitely interesting to think about in that regard. And even Ultraman Orb, for the most part. Yeah. So, 
it's definitely interesting to see how we are getting this news and how the rumors are kind of going about it. So what do you think? Do you think that we are, that this will be somehow related to Tiga? Or are they going on this Neo frontier, like this more space exploration portion of it? I wish... Well, I hope to get the exploration one. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It would be interesting if they combine both ideas. Like, now Guts is in space, so stop the thrust before they even get to Earth. Almost like how, like, with, you know, Marvel, they have Sword and Shield. Like, Sword is in space, and they're supposed to be that first line of defense for any galactic threat. Yeah. So, and then let's say, oh, yeah, let's say the monster did land on Earth. Then Ultraman Trigger can go down there and, you know, do his little, you know, two-piece in a combo two-piece combo and a biscuit you know like beat them up <laughs> um yeah so i'm definitely excited about that because even like i'm thinking about it right now i would hope that i don't know honestly i would kind of like to see the neo frontier portion as well like to see the more of the space exploration i think that'd be a lot cooler to do but I know, once again, when you think Ultraman, you think about all oh, the monsters in the city and buildings are being destroyed and, you know, you're doing like suplexes and, you know, Ultraman space martial arts, you know, <laughs> yeah. on Earth. Yeah. And man. once again, like, I feel like when it comes down to Ultraman, like, I feel like that's the epitome of Tokusatsu right there. Those special effects, seeing these buildings that they've constructed be destroyed and you know like that realism behind it just ever so slightly that's right so i'm honestly excited for this and let's see what happens because they're saying that hope that this should be maybe we'll find out stuff in the summer possibly or you know like we'll find out stuff again close to summer and then this series will start coming out in summer just because, once again, Ultraman Z did come out during the summer. I do remember that very vividly. And, you know, it just went on from there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for the first five episodes, we talk about the anniversary, you remember? Yes, I do remember that. That was the date for the... It was the 10 episodes... Kind of like that. Yeah, it was the tenth episode of Ultraman yes. Set. Yes, yes, that that is true. And once again, a lot like even when we had when we were like when we talked a little bit about Ultraman, um, Ultra Galaxy fight, the absolute conspiracy, it found a way to connect it to not only Ultraman Zero but also to Ultraman Z because where that story ends is where Ultraman Z begins. So it's like, do we, because we don't know what happened to Absolute, Absolutian in that regard. Um, and I, I want to know, like, will they continue the story of Absolute Conspiracy with that? It'll be interesting to see that in that regard, because it's like, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I loved watching Absolute Conspiracy that I want more, but I know like that, that part is done for the time being. Yeah. So, 
honestly, we just got to wait until they give us confirmation and all the other beautiful information that goes along with it. But that's all we really have for today in that regard. But we still got to talk about what we're doing in April. So I know you're like, I know for the first for our first episode of April, you're like, oh, God, we got to actually talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) But. I mean, April is definitely an interesting time just because, once again, we've actually scheduled out what we're going to be doing in that regard. But I like, I, and I know we talked about this beforehand as well. So, starting off April, you know, we got to have our April Fool's episode, even though we're not going to do it on April 1st itself. So, we're going to be watching the first episode, maybe the first two episodes possibly, of Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. So definitely you can find it on youtube somewhere please go watch it if you are interested in knowing what we're talking about during this during those during that episode so you know they these are our teenage our teenagers with attitudes that get those lovely tattoos and they're from beverly hills so we get to see some american toku in its potentially worse form (laughs) (laughs) um after that the following week, hopefully, we will be taking a look at video games, like Tokusatsu video games, at least. So we're going from Power Rangers, Kamen Rider, Beautiful Joe, Battle for the Grid. And I will be talking to, hopefully we can get a couple people for this, but I'm definitely thinking Line, The Order. She's my commentator for uh, Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue for speedrunning purposes, as well as getting proto dad he's not my dad i wish he was my dad but we'll have (laughs) we'll potentially have proto dad on here and he has his own podcast as well which will definitely allow him to promote that out the wazoo um following that i know we were thinking about this because i know we have godzilla versus kong coming out at the end of this month but we also have mortal kombat coming out as well so honestly it, I know Hannah really wants to do the Mortal Kombat episode, so I'm saying, and tell me if you want to do this or not, Mortal Kombat third week? Heck yes. Yeah, so we're going to have the Mortal Kombat totally not Tokusatsu episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then last but not least, we'll have Mostly Speaking Sentai on for the last week of April, and we will be reviewing Kamen Rider Z.O. And we're going to be talking potentially soon if we are going to do this as a double feature for Z.O. and J. So, Nicole and James, they were with us with Shin Kamen Rider, you know, with the, you know, butt cheek scenes and telepathic <laughs> telepathic embryo babies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, it's going to be really interesting to hear their take on um, Kamen Rider, Zio, and Jay. Because I know now they're going to start watching. They just finished watching Time Ranger. So, now they're going to be going into SPD. So, definitely going to be very interesting. So, definitely give, you know, James and Nicole a huge shout out. And definitely check out their podcast as well. Mostly speaking Sentai. And so... Where can they find you at, my friend? Well, you can find me on Twitch like the No More Hero. On Twitter, you can find me at CrownSkinOP. Alrighty. And you can find me on the Twitterverse, you know, at Proto underscore Sonic 720. Or 
on Twitch at Proto underscore Sonic. And don't forget, April 7th is when I will be playing Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue any percent with the Titanium Ranger on Amber Cyprin's um, show never before seen on the Games Done Quick channel. So, and that's at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so with that said, hopefully everybody has a great week, great evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Don't forget to listen, um, follow us on our Twitter at ThatToku. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your um, podcast. And there we go. I can't get the word out. But don't forget to follow us on your and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast and um app whether it's google podcast spotify or wherever the many of the other ones there are at and with that said ride on my friends ride on enjoy the week